You're listening to the Finding Careers End podcast. I'm Pete Newsom, and I'm joined today by Ricky Baez, who I invited on to talk about a very specific subject because Ricky is he's an HR guy. And so this this required an HR guy's opinion today. Ricky, how are you? Doing good, my friend. How about you? I'm doing I'm doing wonderful. I'm doing wonderful. I, w- I want to cut right to the chase because this is something that we have talked about in the past, Ricky, and I don't know that we sit on the same side of the table with it. And that is cover letters, all about cover letters. So I saw a post on LinkedIn this morning where a recruiter, a corporate recruiter, said essentially that they believe that cover letters are antiquated and unnecessary. What say you to that? Uh, I agree. (laughs) I agree with the cover letter being unnecessary these days. Um, so yeah, I, I, I now I didn't start off that way. At the beginning of my career, I thought they were necessary. But as I continue to do recruiting jobs, I continue to interview more and more, and I start to figure out how a recruiter's time is taken up in a day. Cover letters are a waste of time, in my opinion. All right, I thought that was going to be your opinion, and I'm going to convince you on why that's. I'm going to change your opinion during during this this podcast today. And I'm going to look at the clock. We're a minute 30 in. By the time that we get to 15 minutes, you will be on my side of the table. Are you willing to accept that uh, that challenge? Why do I feel like I'm an America's Got Talent? This looks like a magic trick about to happen. Let's oh. go. All right. Okay. So the so these posts get lots of attention on LinkedIn. So this is my you know, old man get off my lawn statement that, that I'll start with, where it's it's all about doing less, right? Hey, you don't need to do that. It's an unnecessary step. Job searching is stressful enough. That was sort of the sentiment of this post. And the uh, the recruiter said, you know, applying is enough, right? The fact that you took the time to apply, that shows enough effort. And I couldn't disagree more with that. Applying to a job in, in our modern you know, era means clicking a button on a job board. That's it. It, it You couldn't put forth less effort than clicking a button. So let's just start with, with effort because I believe uh, success in life and business comes with effort as usually the di- differentiator between you know, one person and another, right? Who's going to be more successful? Well, all things being equal, the one that puts forth more effort. So let's just start with that. Do you agree uh, do you you think that applying for a job is something that requires effort today? Absolutely, absolutely, one hundred percent. You do. So clicking that button that 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 should be considered effort, and um, you should well, get a gold star for that. To me, it's not considered effort. It's not considered effort. Okay. It's not. No, okay. But 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 it takes effort to apply for a job and be noticed today. Yes. Okay, so well, well, wait a minute. That sounds contradictory to me. So if you're you're going through, let's say, um, you know, you're you're looking for a sales job, and you've you've gone to LinkedIn or Indeed or CareerBuilder, whatever job board you're on, and you've typed in sales openings, and you get a list of them. Now to apply, all you have to do is click click a button. So individually applying for that job, you do think that requires effort, or or it is not. So if you see it that way. I, I, I'm well, that's how I'm saying it. Yeah, that's because 
because where 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 I was shooting from is I don't just do the shotgun approach, you know, exactly how you say you just start applying to all these jobs. I like to mold the job. Well, first of all, I like to pick a job that I'm definitely interested in, not just the money piece of it, but I kind of want to mold my resume to what they're looking for without lying. Okay. That's the effort that I'm talking about that, that it takes to. Well, we're not, we're not filling in blanks here. You got to stick just with, with the data at hand, which is you applied for the job, which only requires clicking a button. Is that effort, yes or no? It is not effort. Okay, so that's not effort. All right, fair enough. Now, we know because that doesn't require effort that it gives candidates the ability to apply to a lot of jobs in a very short time frame. And you you agree with that too, right? I do. Okay. So what that means is when a recruiter posts a job, whether it's a corporate recruiter, a third-party recruiter for a staffing company, they get inundated with resumes and applications because it's become so easy. It's not like the old days, right? The days past pre-job board, you had to, you know, email a resume, fax a resume, hand deliver a resume. Now I would argue all those things take significantly more effort and therefore any job opening received significantly fewer resumes. So because it's so easy, job um, postings get a lot of applications, a lot. And, and the, the bigger the brand, the more recognizable the name, the more applications they get. And so if you're a job seeker, you have to know that. You need to know that. And so the point that this recruiter was making was, hey, listen, that's enough effort. You hit the button, you applied, that shows me you're interested. You don't need to take the other a step to, to produce a cover letter. So here's, here's where I disagree. Um, and, I, and I'm going to start now convincing you to come come on my side with this. Your goal as a candidate, if you're applying for a job and you've already you you sort of let let into this already, you said I, you're going to customize your resume. Why would you do that for for a specific opening? I would want to put myself in the best position possible for my resume to be selected for review. Okay. You want, is that, is it fair to say you want to stand out from the crowd? Absolutely. And and I didn't, I feel like this is, we're in court right now. This is a different, this is a different style than our, our typical podcast, but we're, we're going to, we're going to stick You're with it. Me yes or no questions. All it's right, it's going well, go. I'm on the clock. I have, I have, I have eight and a half minutes left to, to convince you. Um, so you as a job seeker want to stand out and I couldn't agree more with that. That is the goal. If you are on the market, you see a job you want, you need to figure out how to separate yourself from the pack. Well, we've already acknowledged that there's going to probably be a lot of applicants. Um, recruiters have to look through all of those and decide who they're going to pull out from the pile. And you said you wanted to customize your resume for that role. It's with that thought in mind, right? You want to be noticed. You want to stand out, correct? Correct. Correct. I do. Okay. Can you think of anything else that would help you stand out? So since we're asking those specific yes or no questions in the application process, because where I plan to stand out is in the interview. Well, you have to get that first, right? Step one is to stand out from the pile of applicants. How could you potentially do that, do you think? Well, I mean, I see where you're leading me to, but I'm not leading you at all. I, you know, judge, I'm not leading. I'm not leading at all. I'm just asking you answer as you see fit. Okay. So look, um, I, I, 
how I like to stand out is I don't I don't focus too much on the resume as I normally would in the entire process. How I stand out is I submit an application, I send it a resume, and I do some really good research to find that specific recruiter on LinkedIn and connect with them directly. Ah. That's how I plan to stand out. Okay. I like this approach. So you're going to, dare we say, put in more effort than the others? Absolutely. Okay. So you've found this this recruiter, right? And you've you've who's hiring for the role, and you're going to contact them, right? How are you going to contact them? I send them an email on on LinkedIn. I got the premium account. I got my in mail credit, and I I word my message really specifically. I send them an email to say, "Hey, hello. I see you work for this organization. I apply for this role. Here is the rec number." Um, I, I apply, my resume is on there. I would love a few minutes of your time so I can learn more about this role. Now, that's going to do two things. If that's the correct recruiter, maybe he, he or she will talk to me. But if it's not, he or she will direct me to the right person. Either way, I'm getting the right people. Um, so you you send that message through LinkedIn. What if you find an email address for that person? Would you would you contact them that way? Absolutely, I will. Okay. And, and boy... It sure does sound a whole lot like you're sending them a cover letter, doesn't it, Ricky? Oh, Pete. Yes, it does. It does. But I'm I'm thinking about the cover letter not from the candidate's perspective. I'm thinking about the cover letter from a recruiter's perspective. So you're thinking it from the candidate's perspective. Well, let's let's look at it from both, right? We have plenty of time. We still have five and a half minutes. We're getting you there. <laughs> not for us. So Let's look at you as a recruiter. You have uh, you you need to hire for what one opening, and you've posted a job ad, and you have two hundred applicants, and I think that's a fair number to use, don't you? Just as an average, right? Not very common, and you have to decide which ones you're going to pick out of the pile. What's going to cause you to notice one candidate over the others? So a normal recruiter, yes, it's if you see resumes, resumes, and a cover letter, that's going to visually stand out. But I know what cover letters do. What a cover letter is, it personalizes your resume. That's all it is. Your resume has all the ingredients, right? That's that's listed on the side of a of a mac and cheese box. And the cover letter is the beautiful mac and cheese picture that you see at the supermarket. It personalizes it. It makes it more marketable. The reason from a from a, a recruiter perspective that I think is a waste of time, exactly how you said, if I have one position, I got 200 applications and I have a business partner that told me about this empty position three months too late. So now I have no time. I have an average of nine seconds for a resume, the actual skill set to really stand out. So I'm going to be honest. If I see a resume, I skip it because I don't want to be wowed by how you articulated your skill set. I want to be wowed by your skill set. And that's what I'm going to look at on, on your resume, because at the end of the day, that's what matters. And if you meet the minimum qualifications, I'll invite you in to see if the personality and the chemistry matches. So you have to stand out, right? So you're the recruiter. Let's, let's give the scenario. And I'm the applicant. And you, you've posted a job. You have your 200 resumes. And you're, you're you know, we all know what this feels like. You're like, oh, boy, I got I to gotta screen through resumes. Your eyes glaze over. And you see one that, um, that that has a cover letter, and it says, you know, "Dear recruiter, I believe I'm the right person for the job, and here's why." And it and and it 
and it has your company name and it has you know, the specific job reference, right? Which you can't do in a resume as effectively. And they send you a LinkedIn message and they've sent you, let's say, well, I have to deliver this cover letter to you, right? And I am, I am adding other things because what I always recommend to a job seeker is go above and beyond. Do the things that others are probably not going to do. You, your goal is to differentiate yourself. And I also, for that reason, recommend using a third-party recruiter wherever you can because our resumes don't go in the pile. When, when you're a professional recruiter, you deliver. You know our, my company, Four Corner Resources, because you've worked with us long enough. You, you know that our goal is to deliver a single resume for any one job opening. Because we do all this, the screening on the front end, and we believe that saves our client time, and, and that's our value that we deliver to them. And when we send that resume, never, ever do we just send it without an explanation as to why we're sending that candidate. So while we're not writing in the form of a cover letter, it's effectively the same thing. We're describing why this candidate is a good fit for the role. And that gives a summary to the hiring manager or the the HR recruiter, whoever it might be, to set the stage for why this candidate is worthy of interviewing. Um, don't you want that when you're the recruiter? And don't you want someone giving um, more effort, making your job easy, summarizing why they're a good fit? <laughs> I mean, I do. I do, Pete. And 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 that would definitely be helpful. Um in standing out it would but again the way i'm looking at it is is in the time that a recruiter has so following that that same example i got that pile and i see that that one cover letter and i start reading that cover letter because it has a company name and is well written and if that doesn't impress me next i wasn't impressed by not even looking at the resume okay but why would that not impress you well i don't know I don't know. That's what I'm saying. I want to be able to see the best information in the nine seconds on average that I'm going to have first. And I don't want to make a decision in the book cover, right? It's because that's essentially what I'm doing. Well, that's what a resume is. We know that. I mean, I, 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 maybe, maybe we disagree on that too. I, I think the resume is a cover to a book and, and the, the book, the, the, the text in the book is the individual and you're never going to, but, but you have to be attracted to the cover of the book in order to ever read it. Right. Or you, you have to have some reason to pick one book over another. And to me, that's what a cover letter does as far as giving a candidate an advantage I know if I know nothing else, and I really don't know anything else when I'm looking through hundreds of applications, I see that this candidate put forth more effort. So it's now, if they're not qualified, it's not going to matter, right? We're, we're talking about standing out from the crowd only and setting yourself up uh, for success and giving yourself the best chance for that. That's to me what the cover letter is. So I would recommend sending it in, in, um, and snail mail too. I'd send it through the postal service uh, because that will be another differentiator. Now, I also recommend that candidates call um, directly and try to get the recruiter live. And so, all of these things are not about making an unqualified candidate qualified. Can't do that. They're standing out. They're about standing out. So, so I don't have you convinced yet. It sounds like. I mean, no, I'm there. I'm there. It's because I think 
you're looking at it from the standing out perspective. I'm looking at it from the recruiter perspective who has very limited time to really assess whether you pick this candidate or not. That's how I was looking at it. So one of the things, so let me, so as a, as a recruiter, and maybe this is a little bit different with third-party recruiters, um, but one of the things that that's important to recruiters is to make sure that candidates genuinely interested and committed in the, in the, in the, for the job. And this is a way to show that. And trust me, we recruiters and you you know this well, it's very difficult for us to, 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 you know, to know who is really going to be reliable, who's not. I mean, it's a feeling out process, but if someone takes a time to do what others haven't done, boy, that, that gives them, you know, a, a big leg up. Um, and it gives me confidence that, that, okay, they're serious. If I know nothing else, I know they're serious. Um, here's the other thing. And this is what came out of this, huh? It could hurt too. How, how so? Because I, um, I remember when I was working at the county years ago and I was recruiting for a position, I guess somebody was given advice that you really want to stand out with your resume and cover letter. The cover letter was in a bright fuchsia paper dousing perfume. Stunk up the whole office. Went right into the, into the shredder. Okay. We had to take the shredder outside. Okay. Stunk up the whole office still. Well, okay. So we, she stood out. So please go on we have We offer lots of advice and, and templates and uh, guidance on on cover letters um, and none of that involves using scented paper, but uh, paper fuchsia bright. no, um, here's the other interesting thing that I read through on this LinkedIn post today. So of course it gets lots of attention, right? This is a, um, you know, it's a controversial thing, I guess, if we want to use that or not to be dramatic in the world of recruiting, right? To cover letter or not to cover letter. Um, Controversy, we're in a good world, brother. Yeah, well, we should be so lucky, right? But but here's the thing. There's There were 2,000 comments when I saw the post this morning, and it looked to be split down the middle. And half had your opinion, half have mine. So if you're a candidate, and here's, you know, I didn't make my 15-minute window. I'll get it within 20, but this is what's going to convince you fully. Take my word for it. I think you will. That half, about half, said yes. I want to see cover letters. The other half, I said no. You know, no. Don't you want to? Isn't it worth the chance? Then isn't it worth if if half are like me who say this is going to help you stand out? Isn't it worth it? Because you don't know which half that's going to be when you're sending in your application. If it's a job you're genuinely interested in, so as a candidate, isn't it worth taking that step? So from a candidate's perspective, absolutely. It's worth it. It's worth it because you lose nothing in doing it and you lose all kinds of opportunities if you don't, right? Because it's a 50-50 chance. No, I get it. Your Honor, I I think I rest my case. (laughs) Wait a minute. Wait a minute. You was Lee. You know we're recording this, right? Yeah, we are. We are. But again, again, I did say that my, my position has always been from the recruiter side. Not from the candidate side. So from the candidate side, yes, you would stand out. You really would stand out. But if those 2,000 comments are anything, if it, if it's split down the middle 50-50, then, yeah, I definitely agree, Pete. Go ahead and do it because you are better off doing it than not to, to stand out. Just don't stand out too much for the wrong reasons. But, yeah, I'm with you. I'm with you. I say I'm 50% there. 
Okay, I'll take it. I'll take it. But as a candidate, if if you know, I um, yeah, that and that's really who we're here uh, trying to help with with this advice is you know, and, and I'll close with this, Ricky. I it it I never like seeing advice when it is slanted towards recommending so that, that the candidate does less because I'm fully, fully on the other side of, of, of the fence with that, where I recommend to candidates do more, do the most you can do to set yourself up for success, provided that's a job you, you genuinely want to pursue. So I do recommend writing a letter along with it. Um, I recommend putting forth, effort and trying to find who the hiring manager is or the recruiter who's responsible for the job. Not only should you contact them through LinkedIn, um, perhaps you should consider sending them mail, you know, through, through the, through the postal you know, service. All right. I mean, it, 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 it works. It catches people's attention and pick up the phone and call them because that is, you know, you have to find a way to stand out and trust me, if you're, you know, unaware of this. We, I mean, we all see the complaints that recruit, you know, people send their resumes to a black hole. They never hear back. Well, it's because so many happen. You said nine seconds, you know, the time a a recruiter looks at a resume. So what's going to make you, your resume be the one that gets pulled out of the pile. That's up to you. Are you willing to do what others aren't? You know, Jerry Rice said it best. I won't try to, um, you know, to, to best him, but um, that's that's why he was successful, right? He said he'd do what others weren't willing to do. So same thing with a job search. Put forth your best effort. All right. I'm with you there. I'm with you 50% of the way. All right. Case closed. <laughs> Case closed for appeal. <laughs> All right. Thank you for listening. Uh, we, as always, would love any feedback that you have. So rate and review. Give us five stars, please. And uh, Ricky, thanks so much. This was fun, as always. Have a good one, folks. Appreciate it. Drive safe. Recording stopped. Okay. <laughs>